Welcome to Garage Atois. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Marie. When Anne and I were talking about doing season two, we decided to use Anchor because it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me tell you why. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So Anne and I don't have to be in the same place at the same time. Thanks COVID. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. America! Hello! Hello, America! <laughs> it's the happiest day of my life. Dude, we just <gasps> pulled that one out by the skin of our teeth. I hope everyone remembers that part of it. <laughs> Nervous laughter. Uh, yeah, I feel like of all the election days that I've experienced in my adult life, uh, last week was the longest week of my life. <laughs> yes. I feel like a lot of people feel the same way. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris defeat one Donald Trump and his little paper plate man, Mike Pence, whose voice I have heard, I think, once in my life, and it was during the debate. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's super creepy. He is a good example. My brother and I were talking about this after the debate. He's like an example of someone who figured out that if he just shuts the fuck up, people use him like a puppet and he's fine with that. Yeah, gross. Like that man, other than referring to his wife as his mother, Oof. has no opinions. Yeah, he's a, yeah. What do they call that? He's a cipher. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest insult, but he's a wife. He's, he's the wife. He's the wife. <laughs> So how did you handle last week? What was your approach heading into what we did not know was going to be a very happy, very victorious Saturday? <laughs> oh my gosh. I started off the week and I was like, I'm not drinking this week. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to be like super healthy. And then like by the time Tuesday rolled around, I was definitely uh, having a wine or two. And I was like... Oh my god, I should just stay sober for this. It was long. It was lo a long, tough. I knew I knew they weren't going to have the winner on Tuesday like they kept, yes. kept saying like everyone kept saying that every network kept saying guys, it's going to be be a long one. Be patient. Uh and I feel like no one was being very patient. Yeah, it's like we can't help ourselves. Yeah. I I still even on election day people were like has Trump conceded? And I'm like, really? That's what we're looking for? That's the info that we're looking for is whether or not he has conceded? No, he has not conceded. Yes, unfortunately. But Yeah, I did a full news too. blackout. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, it's like we knew, we knew, we knew how this was going to go. And then we like still just couldn't quite 
handle our shit. But what was your, I got a very fun video from you on Saturday. Um, I would love for you to just sort of narrate your experience of like hearing the news. And then I would like for the people to, to hear what the video was that you sent me. (laughs) So we, we were, I just started getting, I had put my phone down. I wasn't really looking. We didn't put the news on. We weren't like really like we would check, but we weren't like constantly checking the news. Like to see, we were just trying to be patient, but then, um, getting texts from everyone and people like, Oh Oh. gosh, can you believe it? Ah! Um, so then flipped the news on. And of course, like they had called it for Biden and Harry just put on some like living in America, some like old (laughs) eighties jam and like threw the kids up by flanking the television set where, you know, CNBC (laughs) is reporting that. Joe Biden is our next president. And the kids were kind of dancing like, what? Why am I doing this? <laughs> they, yeah, they definitely have like a vibe of like, they were stoked that they got to stand on the entertainment center. <laughs> but then, yeah, Harry's like, you know, all I got was this like disembodied hand, yeah. like pouring, yeah. sparkling. And these like beautiful glasses, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, and then you guys were dancing around and it was so great because he like flashed to himself first and then he like flashed to the girls standing on the table and then you were like over in the corner just like jamming out and you're totally right. It's like this, if you knew, if you heard the chorus, you would know the song, but the verse was playing and I just was like, this is like so happy. It was great. It was fun. Yeah. The girls obviously knew what was happening, but they're like, why are we like dancing with empty champagne glasses? <laughs> Or they like fill her up. Yeah. <laughs> juice, and then all of a sudden Piper's is sideways and I'm like, oh God, good thing I didn't put any juice in there. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle the excitement. Exactly. The electoral excitement. And I feel like, you know, for as excited as people were, uh, I think this has probably been the quickest cycle between information, like news happening, and then people sort of contemplating it like there's a lot of people and I have by the way just totally fallen off the fallen off the social media wagon I'm like I was like on Instagram the whole day just watching videos of like New York where everyone's honking and dancing and like laughing and um it was a lot of people being like yeah we're super excited about this but the the work continues so I I felt good about that too it's like I really feel like people are going to stay engaged I don't know maybe I'm going to sound like an idiot when I listen to this months from now, but I think so too. I think the momentum is there. We just have to hold everyone that we elected accountable. Just keep pushing them. Just keep pushing. Yeah. What, like when you take one step backward and look at the election, like what, what is your reaction overall? Cause I, I see that, you know, fucking white ladies, 55% of white women who voted, voted for Trump yet again. Yeah. Biden Harris. It just astounds me. Yeah. Record, Talk to me. We had a record number of voters that showed up for this election. Over 140 million people cast ballots. That's crazy numbers. And 100 years after women were given the right to vote, America has elected its first female VP elect, Kamala Harris. <laughs> Kamala. <laughs> Making Julian Louis Dreyfus proud. <laughs> Veep coming in hot. Um, 
Yeah, also making history. Kamala uh, Harris is also making history as the first biracial VP elect. Uh, she's the first African-American and first Asian-American to hold the position. And you're, you're right, Anne. Apparently, we were only slightly tired of white men because <laughs> 75 million people voted for Joe Biden and 71 million people voted for Donald Trump. And 71 yeah. million people want that motherfucker to torture us for another four years. I just, I just don't get it. You know, I feel like it's, it's one of those moments where you're so happy and you're so thrilled. And I, I honestly, Marie, I felt like it was a, a, a true relief. I felt like it was what they felt like when they declared the armistice. <laughs> Like, someone had posted a picture of that soldier kissing the nurse, that, like, really famous yes. photo. And it was like, yes, like, relief. Yes. Uh, Chrissy Teigen summed it up uh, by her her tweet, quote, My God, it feels like I just took off a weighted blanket, unhooked my bra, and taken out my extensions all at once. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy is all of us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Um it's it's crazy. Well, and he is, I, I think I heard he is one of the few presidents who were had were an incumbent and weren't reelected. Is that right? Yes. Uh only the fourth in the last century to lose re-election, along with Herbert Hoover, Jimmy Carter, and George H. W. Bush. George H.W. Clinton coming in hot. Um, poor Jimmy Carter. I think Jimmy Carter is a saint among men. That man is in his 90s and still building houses for Habitat for Humanity. Um, but he is an example of someone who was maybe not quite the right fit for what America needed. Uh, and Herbert Hoover, all I know is there's a dam named after him. So he did all right. <laughs> I feel like we just need to like take one, you know, it's like Chrissy's thing of like, you know, how it feels to get to take your bra off. Like we need that just one big long out breath. My friend was saying uh, that he wants to advocate for some kind of a cleanse the week of the inauguration. So like around January 20th, he's calling it the great American cleanse. And I was like, well, Chris, I have to be honest. That sounds like, I'm getting a colonic or something. And he was like, no, it's whatever you need. It's whatever you want to do. You don't want to burn some sage. You want to get a colonic. And I was like, well, that's a good metaphor for, you know, flushing Trump. So the great American cleanse, get into it. <laughs> well, I have to ask you, we have a new celebrity in our midst. And I realize, you know, with TikTok culture, maybe that's happening without me even knowing it. But have you ever heard of gritty before this okay. week only because harry is a hockey fan and i know he's a, oh he's a mascot right yes. <laughs> yes leave it to good old midwestern harry to know the hockey yes. mascot but so you know him too I've seen gritty can you describe gritty for the folks at home um, it's, like, <laughs> it's like a pile of hair that is the perfect description i don't think that there's any improving on that <laughs> it's a pile of hair with googly eyes he's kind of it's you don't know if it's an animal or a 
supposed to be a, some sort of human type? I don't know. They don't really say. I got obsessed with him because everyone on social media was making jokes because as we um, may or may not know, the mail-in ballots in Philadelphia specifically were what really pulled Biden across the finish line in Pennsylvania. And so everybody who either was like aware of Philadelphia or lives in Philly we're all making gritty memes as if gritty were like responsible for Biden's win. And people were like going nuts for gritty. They're like horny for gritty. So I was reading his Wikipedia page because of course he has one. Anyone who is anyone in this day and age has a Wikipedia page. And apparently last year, he's only a couple years old. And apparently last year, he was accused of punching a 13-year-old fan in the back during a photo op. <laughs> like a meet and greet? Yeah, like a meet and greet. You know, unfortunately, my first thought was, you know, poor Taylor Swift had that lawsuit where the radio DJ during a meet and greet grabbed her butt and she was a total boss about it and wouldn't let him get away with it. He got fired. He sued her. She countersued him for a dollar and won. Um, so, by the way, Taylor Swift is a boss. Um, but, yeah, so apparently he is accused of punching a child. And the parents took it to the Philadelphia Flyers organization. They had an internal investigation on Gritty. <laughs> and he was cleared. And the parents, like, wouldn't let it go, so they went to the cops and, like, filed a formal complaint, and they had to do their own investigation. But, once again, Gritty was cleared. So, uh, we stand uh, a well-behaved mascot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Gritty. I love it. (laughs) So, what else is going on? I feel like the election... I'm not going to acknowledge the fact that Trump won't admit he lost because he's a piece of shit and he's trying to undermine democracy. What else is going on in election news? Um, talk about the Senate. Ooh, so the Senate, and this is kind of crazy to think about and maybe just more of a sign of our great division in this country. The Senate majority is coming down to the great state of Georgia. Yes where because of Georgia election rules, if you don't get a 50% or higher majority of popular vote, it has to go to a a runoff. So the candidate who fails to achieve a literal majority um, doesn't win. Whereas, you know, I'm sure there've been plenty of uh, whack-ass candidates in California. (laughs) uh, Well, you know, like just so many different options. People are probably writing in Kanye, who knows? Um, and so the the majority in the Senate is literally coming down to both of the vacant seats in the state of Georgia. One is a guy named David Perdue, who, Marie, I don't know if you remember, this was like maybe a month ago, he was at a rally and intentionally mispronounced Kamala Harris's name. He was like, Kamalama, Lama, Lama. Um, he is her colleague in the Senate. And was just basically being a racist-ass bitch, making fun of her name. Um, and so that is the guy who John Ossoff, who is, by the way, a little bit of a biscuit. I'm, I'm sure I'm not the first person to say that John Ossoff is uh, a little haughty. Um, 
Yeah, he's he's a total babe. I mean, I also, you know, I love his his spicy, fiery uh, political shops. But so that's who the first candidate is running against is a man who intentionally mispronounces Kamala's name. Boo. And then the other one, I didn't realize I was even aware of this going on. But the this woman, Kelly Loeffler, was appointed to a vacant Senate seat when the uh, the gentleman who had held it for 15 years, Senator Isaacson, um, unfortunately had to retire a year ago due to poor health. But Governor Brian Kemp, who basically stole the election from our queen, Stacey Abrams, uh, in Georgia in 2018, appointed Kelly Loeffler. She is the co-owner of the WNBA team, the Atlanta Dream. And those women hate them, some Kelly Loeffler, because she's a total Trumper. And I guess she wasn't always that way, but she, like, caught the bug and has just, like, gone completely insane. So I read about this a couple months ago. They, they hate her. They're super pissed at her because she is anti-Black Lives Matter. So they started wearing T-shirts ahead of game time that said, Vote Warnock. And that is her opponent, who is a reverend... It's Reverend Dr. Raphael Warnock of Ebenezer Baptist Church, which is this iconic church in the civil rights movement. Um, We're going to have to, like, rip one of his TV commercials because I was watching them the other day online, and they are hilarious and adorable. The man is, like, just a total treasure. Um, And so it's like, you know, the old good versus evil in Georgia. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, we're just hoping that that turns out well. But so they're in a runoff. So they literally have to redo the election. Everybody has to vote again on January 5th. And so what they're saying is part of the strategy of Trump not conceding is that Mitch McConnell, all eyes are on Georgia and the runoff so that they can, you know, try to achieve the majority in the Senate. So Trump not conceding. Everyone's trying to make it sound like, oh, he's you know, he never backs down from a fight, which I just find is completely uh, untrue. But basically, they're all saying that they're doing it to try to force uh, some shenanigans to happen in Georgia. Ew. Gross. But if you can, spare a chunk of change. I donated to both the Asif and the Warnock campaigns on Saturday. (laughs) I was like, from here out, I'm doing whatever Stacey Abrams tells me to do. She is (laughs) on fire. 800,000 new registered voters is what those are the numbers they're saying she helped register to vote. Unbelievable. And I was saying that her organizing... They're giving credit for Wisconsin as well. A lot of other states are saying that her her efforts actually impacted them positively as well. She's amazing. I got to hear her speak at TED Women a couple of years ago. Um, and then I like accosted her afterward and was like crying. I was like, I think you're so amazing. Um, but she's just someone who I really hope she's part of the cabinet, the Biden yes. cabinet. Um, maybe, I don't know what, attorney general? She's a lawyer. She could be. She could do whatever she wants. Uh, love her. So that's exciting. So it's it's over, but it ain't over. We need those seats. We need them seats. What else happened in the world this week? As if anything else matters. 
is uh, 2020 can continue to fuck right off with this news. Oh no! Uh, my favorite Canadian <laughs> and longtime Jeopardy host Alex Trebek has died from cancer. Yes, um, he fought a very public battle with stage four pancreatic cancer. Was diagnosed last year, but continued to host uh, Jeopardy while raising awareness for the issue and cited early detection as key. Um, in an interview with Good Morning, Amer- Good Morning America that I saw, uh, Trebek shared an email from a fan saying that her brother had gone to get checked uh, and doctors had found stage one pancreatic cancer. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, but that his prognosis was good and um, had said Trebek had saved her brother's life. Ah, oh, right. I, that is amazing. I wonder what what symptoms he might have had that that would prompt that that would be so good to get educated on. Um, There's also (sighs) another clip um, of a Jeopardy episode where a contestant writes for his final Jeopardy answer. What is we love you, Alex. (laughs) It's so cute. He gets like choked up because they're filming this um, show to tape and he shows his vulnerability and is um, so gracious to all of his fans. And it, it was super refreshing. Um, the beloved host had uh, won six daytime Emmy awards for outstanding game show host. Wow. And has set a Guinness world record in June, 2014 for most episodes of the game show Oh my god! He beat Bob Barker. (laughs) 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 And Trebek would go on to host over 8,000 episodes of Jeopardy. They never had a a guest host. He like hosted every episode. And if um, he was ill or something, they would just do reruns. They would never have like a a guest host, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, but despite his unprecedented, unprecedented and hugely successful run, Trebek never viewed himself as a celebrity or a star of the show. He was 80 years old. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Rest in peace. The dignified Canadian. I feel like he was part of so many people's childhood, adolescence, young adulthood, because it's such a an innocent program and it's not as like focused on money as the other game shows are obviously you're you're seeing how much people are winning and it's these huge amounts sometimes and you have you know people like ken jennings or you know the guy last year who was winning because it was strategy and not necessarily because he knew all the answers um so the show was a phenomenon at times, but I also feel like it was just so steady. You know, like it's on Netflix. <laughs> Jeopardy is on Netflix. <laughs> oh, it's proof that you can be a good and steady person in the world and still make a mark. Rest in peace, Mister Trebek. What else is? What are you? What have you been watching? <laughs> Marie, what if I told you that I was rewatching all 15 <laughs> seasons of Criminal Minds? <laughs> I would come see if you're okay. <laughs> come check on me. 
<laughs> I'm in season seven. Come check on me. Will Derek and Penelope ever get together? Who knows? They love each other deeply. Um, I'm not rewatching Criminal Minds because I love myself. Although I have jokingly a couple times turned it on um, when I can't think of anything else to watch. And um, something about, you know, crime shows, I feel like they're so formulaic that it's easy to get sucked in. But that is not what I've been watching. I have been watching something that I think that you might have been earlier on, which is Shit's Creek yes. on Netflix. Yes. I... I was early enough that they hadn't won all the Emmys yet because I think they swept the Emmys in the comedy category this year. Um, And that was like the sweetest thing ever, watching them remotely winning their awards and just completely losing their shit for each other, which was so sweet. Uh Uh-huh, pun intended. Um, It's it's so adorable. I, I love Christopher Guest's films. And so, you know, uh, Catherine O'Hara... Um, Eugene Levy, so hilarious, but it's created by Eugene Levy and his son, Dan Levy, who I, I had never really seen Dan's work. I'm, you know, now I'm seeing him absolutely everywhere. He's in that new Kristen Stewart Hallmark movie. Um, it's like, it's just such a profoundly sweet show. It's so safe. It's very PG, but it's like the family that yeah very inclusive um i don't know how did you feel about it when you first started watching it because you saw it before i did right at the beginning of quarantine i was like i need something to binge and i think i finished the first four seasons just in time for like the fifth season to be released (laughs) and then i was like yes because i i told you this but i finished season four and I thought that was it because it kind of ended on like a sweet note and then I was like wait there's five no there's five seasons wait why don't I know about this and then Netflix released it and I was like oh my god so I had a whole nother season to watch and it's fabulous oh I'm intrigued I don't think I knew I'm in season four right now so when you get to the end like Pretend, so it has a sweet ending? And like, that's it. <laughs> and see if you're satisfied. Because I was like, okay. Yeah. I feel good about this. You're like, all right, I'm into it. So I am the person who I really love it when a movie ends unexpectedly. Um, you could even just use the Sopranos example. You know, the Sopranos very famously ended with the screen just going to black. And you don't know if Tony's going to get whacked or not. And it's like you know, the, like, forever debate is what was going to happen at the end of it. I love stuff like that. Um, So if this is that at all, I'm going to love it. (laughs) No need to go further. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Yeah, shit's great. I love it. It's good stuff. Um, And it's Friday on Friday. Go, Shoddy. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. Spooky, spooky Friday the 13th. I was born on Friday the 13th. So 13 is, for some people, an unlucky number. For me, I feel like it's my lucky number. And there's a lot of 13, not phobias, but superstitions, I guess. Um, 
airplanes sometimes won't have a 13th row. They'll go from 11 to 12 or 11 to 12. Yeah, good. 12 (laughs) to 14, Um, which is kind of stupid because obviously there's a 13th row, but they don't like to label it. Um, And then, believe it or not, a lot of high rise buildings will not label a 13th floor, which I thought was kind of funny. It's still there. (laughs) Actually, would that not be a really good plot for like a horror film that all these horrible things are happening on the 13th floor of a hotel and no one can figure it out. And then they figure out that it's the 13th floor. I could be into that. They they could call it the 14th floor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I'm having a birthday this whole year. People who are having quarantine birthdays and I've said you know they should make a coffee table book of people who are celebrating their birthday during the the, you know COVID era Um, but I don't think that they would make a coffee table of it because I think the conclusion is that people are just having really boring birthdays (laughs) so (laughs) I'm turning 39 I'm not even turning 40 Um, so I feel like this year all I really needed was for Biden and uh Senator Harris to become President Joe and VP Kamala. So that's all I wanted. And I got it. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I feel like we have, like, a whole new lease I on life. Like, Do you feel that way? It completely changed once we yeah. heard the news. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, we popped a bottle. It was It was a good day. A good celebratory day. What? Bless it. God bless America. Everyone. And that is it for Lucky Episode 7, Garage A Trois. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We're Hi, so happy. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you. Raphael Warnock eats pizza with a fork and knife. Raphael Warnock once stepped on a crack in the sidewalk. Raphael Warnock even hates puppies. Get ready, Georgia. The negative ads are coming. Kelly Leffler doesn't want to talk about why she's for getting rid of health care in the middle of a pandemic. So she's going to try and scare you with lies about me. I'm Raphael Warnock, and I approve this message because I'm staying focused on what Washington should do for you. And by the way, I love puppies. This has been Garage Atois. Thanks for listening.